Magandang araw, Lighthouse Family. Isa na naman pong napakagandang Sunday ang ibinigyan ng Lord para po sa ating lahat. At tayo po'y natutuwa na kayo po ay kasama namin, that we are worshiping the Lord together in this special day. Uh, thank you, Pastor Jojo, for your reminders sa amin and for the greetings for our moms. At syempre po, uh, Brother Eboy, thank you for the prayer. Wonderful prayer na iyong binigay. And Sister Ami for just challenging us to really give our life and our time and our uh, service unto the Lord. Of course, ina po, tayo po ay nagpapatuloy sa ating pong series. And uh, today we'll talk about the God of Heritage, a study on the book of Second Chronicles. But syempre po, dahil ito'y special na araw, ayaw naman po natin na uh, uh, hindi bigyan ng parangal ang mga moms natin ngayong araw na ito. Dahil po today is Mother's Day and we celebrate with you. Kaya po, if your mom is with you, si mamang, si mama, you know, si inay, ay nanjan, would you just allow your hugs to be upon them? At saka bigyan niyo po ng Korean heart si mami, talaga naman. No? Of course, kiss, you know, at some tickle kay mami dahil this is her special day. Tama po ba? Kaya po ngayong araw na to, you know, church, make sure your mom can relax and take it easy dahil ito'y panahon at araw nila. Kaya mga dads, it's your time to cook mamaya or hindi naman magpa-deliver kayo dyan. Ano po, talaga po, mga mamis, we love you and we honor you ngayong araw na ito. Dahil po kayo'y kalooban ng Diyos sa amin. You are a gift that the Lord has given to each family. That's why today we celebrate you. And of course, dahil po ang church ay talagang uh, loves you so well, meron muna po tayong konting pag-game. <laughs> Bakit po? Kasi no, in a normal setting, you are here with us, pero syempre dahil ito po ay uh, different times, So we will just do an online game para naman po uh, just a way of telling to you na you're special. Ano po? Of course, we cannot give to everyone but we want to make this fun. Kaya po, uh, mamaya, no, right after the service, mangyayari po to kasi ayaw po namin na madisturb po yung ating pakikinig sa salita ng Panginoon. But you will have your chance, mga mummies, okay, nanay. Ito ng panahon, malay mo, ikaw ang mabigyan ng tumatiging ting na 1,000 pesoses. <laughs> At uh, ito po yung pwede nyo uh, pang uh, bahala po kayo dyan, no? kung pang shakies nyo yan. Pero ito po ay pwede mong mapanalunan. So, we will have several categories. At mamaya po, right after the service, pag sinabi po ng ating online uh, page na game na, then you can post sino po ang mag, uh, pwedeng pumasok sa mga categories na ito. Of course, not only the names, but also the uh, criteria na kaakibat po nito. Alright? So, lima po ang pwedeng manalo ngayong araw na ito. Alright? Ito po yung ating mga categories. Una, you know, yung pinakamahabang pangalan na mami. Okay? But of course, mamaya po, With ID. Of course, tatawagan po, no? Pag nakita nila yung pangalan nyo doon, kailangan po may evidence ng 
ID. Ano po, para just to make sure na uh, tama po yun, baka Luz Biminda, Ikurazon, ang <laughs> dami pangalan, ano? So, kailangan po makita po lang na media. Just an evidence lamang po, you know? So, make sure, pag uh, game na po, pwede po kayong mag-send ng inyong entry. Pinakauna lang na mag-send sa atin. Pangalawang category, mga kapatid dyan sa iba't ibang tahanan, pinakamaraming apo with picture. Yan. Siyempre, no, yung kailangan naka-set up po kayo dyan at uh, nakita na pag binilang po yung mga apo nyo, eh ganun karami. So, bibilangin po doon. Kahit mauna po kayo pero konti lang, then we will give chance to those who have uh, mo, who has many uh, grandchildren. Of course, yung pinaka-latest na mommy. Oh, di ba? Yung ibig sabihin, mga three days ka pa lang kaka-mami mo pa lang, you know? First time mo naging mami at ilang araw pa lang ang nakakalipas o kaya ilang linggo. So, send your entry sa amen with a picture of your baby, of course. And then, pinakamatandang mami with birth certificate. Ayan. So, bawal po yung late registration, ha? Baka sabihin niyo po, late registration. Hindi po pwede yun, no? So, kailangan, pwede niyo pong uh, titignan po ng ating media kung may ebidensya. And the last category, ito pong pinakamasaya, mommy. Okay? Nawala ng ipin, pero nakasmile. Picture lamang po yan. Kasi po, alam natin sa kakapaalala ni mommy, nangaubos na ang kanyang ipin, pero masaya pa rin siyang nangangalaga sa ating pamilya. So ito po ang mga categories mamaya. Unahan lamang at with criteria and evidences. And if you are able to do that, tatawagan po kayo ng ating Uh, mga staff, and they will send to you the Gcash of 1,000 pesos. Yan. So, lima po ang mananalo at i-announce din po natin sa Facebook uh, page natin kung sino po yung mga official na nanalo. So, uh, we pray na you'll get to enjoy, you know, celebrating your time together at pagpalain ang mga mami natin ngayong araw na ito. Amen? Pwede po ba natin palapakan ang mga mamis? para po uh, sila ay ma-honor ngayong umagang ito. At syempre, itapit mo sa kanya para sabihin mo, no, talagang I honor you, ma'am, nanay, at mamang. Alright? Today, we'll be talking about the book of Chronicles and uh, Pastor Jojo beautifully preached about the first Chronicles and he talked about the God of history. And I'll continue that and we will talk about the God of heritage. And uh, we will open our Bible in Second Chronicles chapter 1, verse 11 to 12, and allow the words of the Lord to speak to us through this. If you have your Bible, you can open it up. But uh, for ease, I want you to look at the screen, and together, let us read this word. Second Chronicles chapter 1, verse 11 to 12, God answered Solomon, Because this was in your heart, and you have not asked for possessions, wealth, honor, or the life of those who hate you, and have not even asked for long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may govern my people over whom I made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. I will also give you riches, possessions, and honor." tayo po'y lumapit sa Panginoon. And let's just ask for God's grace this morning as we study His Word. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank You for this Word that You're about to share to us. 
We pray that the Holy Spirit will be our teacher. Open our hearts, open our minds, so that we'll be able, Lord, to understand the very heart of yours. And allow us, Lord, to receive wisdom from you, just like Solomon, O oh God. We want to understand you as a God of heritage. We pray, Father, that you will speak to our lives. Change us, mold us, bless us, O oh God. And I declare, Lord, your spirit, your presence in every home, in every house, who are listening right now in this wonderful preaching, Lord, of the Word. I pray, Lord, that you will just transform us by your Spirit. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pwede po natin palakpakan ng Panginoon just to appreciate the Lord's presence in our home today. Salamat sa Diyos that He is with us this morning. Today, I just want to talk about the God of heritage. And mahalaga po na we understand this word. Siguro, apat na bagay ang gusto nating tignan, you know, uh, today, so that we will appreciate the God of heritage. First, you must understand the definition of heritage. Ano nga ba ibig sabihin nun? If you look at the dictionary, it means something transmitted by or acquired from predecessor. So, in short word, legacy or inheritance. Sometimes it's also uh, something possessed as a result of one's natural situation or birth. So, parang birthright, sabi nga po nila. You know, ito ay pamana sa atin. Kaya po sa Tagalog, ito ay tinatawag na biyaya ng pamana. And God is the God of pamana. He's the God of heritage. And if you will look at the story of the Old Testament, you know, God promised His heritage to Abraham, Moses, and David. These people who followed Him and obeyed Him with their hearts and with their life, the Lord, you know, truly kept His promise of heritage for these faithful people. Kaya po mapapansin natin no, yung pinangako ng Panginoon for Abraham, Moses, and David. It continued the legacy of spirituality and blessing. They were able to pass on this beautiful legacy inheritance to that generation that came after them. And God is the God of Pamana. And I think you have to understand that because, you know, it's a common word that we continually uh, talk about, you know, especially when you are already maturing po. Alam po natin, you know, and uh, we transition some of the inheritance uh, to our family, to our uh, kin. And I hope na this lesson or this uh, word of the Lord will just give you wisdom about how you also pass on heritage to other people. So, now that we have known, you know, what is heritage, the book of Chronicles talks about the picture of heritage, the depiction of heritage. It tells about, you know, what it is, how it happened in the life of the Israelites. And uh, we know in the first Chronicles, Pastor Jojo talked about, you know, uh, the timeline of those faithful people from Adam to Abraham. That's why if you will have an overview of Chronicles, you know, you will see the first book of Chronicles talked about the genealogies 
of Abraham, Moses, David, right? So last week, uh, Pastor Jojo spoke about that. And then the Second Chronicles opened the book, you know, in the story of King Solomon. And here we will see, you know, how his kingdom, the legacy, the heritage that the Lord has given to David, passing on to Solomon, it really grew. In fact, uh, the Bible tells us, and even the artifacts or the other history books will tell us how Solomon really blossomed and flourished during his time of kingship. But of course, as we also look in the story in the Chronicles, after Solomon, the different kings, you know, had different ways of leading. Some are really aligned in the beautiful plans of the Lord, but for others, my dear friends, alam po natin that they rejected God's words towards them. That's why if you will see the narrative of Chronicles, you will see the, the, the land of Judah, the nation of Judah, you know. There are peaks of revival, but there are also uh, lows of rejection. And at the end of the book of Chronicles, you know, they have noticed as they have their retrospect. Pag natingnan po natin yung Chronicles, ito po yung theological retrospect. It was written, you know, after the exile, during the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. You know, ito na po yung timeline nila. And alam po natin na the Lord really uh, kept His promise in the line of David and the kingship towards, you know, His line. But hindi po naging maganda yung kanilang mga naging karanasan. That's why at the end, they look for restoration. Of course, at this time, they were already restored as a nation. But as they look and interpret how the kings uh, lived their life, they really knew that they need more restoration in their nation. Kaya po, it's also important, you know, to understand how the Old Testament, in the eyes of the Hebrew people, because if you will look at this uh, line or picture, you know, alam po natin that the Old Testament was divided into three. Of course, the English version now or the Bible that we have now has a different arrangement. But in the eyes of the Hebrews, they categorize these books in three uh, categories. One, the laws, the prophets, and the writings. The book of Chronicles po is at the end of the writings, which in the Hebrew, it's the last book that they will look at. At mapapansin po natin in all the partition, the law, the prophets, and then the writings, they're all pointing to something bigger. They're pointing to the perfect priest, prophet, and king. Because as we look at the Old Testament, as they have tried to do righteousness, they failed as human beings. That's why they're looking for the perfect priest, prophet, and king. And we have to understand that it is a prelude towards the real heritage that God will be giving 
to all of us. And later, we will understand more about this. At kung mapapansin po natin itong chart na ito, these are the kings, you know, that you will see in the book of Chronicles. There are around 20 uh, kings who serve in the story of the Chronicles. But you will see here, the upper portion, only four live a godly life and brought the revival in the land of Judah. Jehoshaphat, Joash, Hezekiah, and Josiah. So out of the 20, only four, of course Solomon is part of that, only 25% did good in the eyes of the Lord. And it's really very challenging in their times. And this is a reflection that they're having as they move forward in their life they understood that they need something that will help them so that they can live a life that is worthy uh, of the Lord. Kaya po mahalaga na maaral natin itong Chronicles na ito. And then the third area that I want us to look at, you know, as we study the Chronicles, you will see there what are the heritage that is worth passing on. You know, and yan po yung maganda nating tignan in this uh, study of the word because as the Hebrew also, the Israelite look at this uh, text you can sen sense a glimpse of beautiful things that you can pass on to different generation. I will call this the description of heritage. And we will look at three important heritage that we can pass on to, the, to our kin, to our family, to the next generation. Mahalaga po itong pag-aralan natin. Una, as we study one of the kings, wisdom is one of the heritage you can pass on to your next generation. Solomon, as we have read it a while ago, alam po natin when he asked, when he prayed, you know, God asked him, what do you want? We know the story. Solomon asked for one thing. And what is that? He asked for wisdom. And kanina po, as we have started uh, in this preaching, you know, the Lord added riches, added honor, added possession sa kanyang buhay, and success sa kanya. So truly, my friend, if you want to pass on something to your children, no, tayo po ay mga parents. If there's one thing that you must pass on to your uh, children is the gift of wisdom. Because if they have wisdom, my friend, all these things, as the Lord have mentioned it to Solomon, all the beautiful things will also be added unto our children. Because wisdom will bring wealth. Wisdom will bring health. Wisdom will bring success in the lives of the people. Kaya po, as we study the chronicle, isa po yan sa mapapansin nating napakahalaga na ipamana sa ating pong next generation. And you knew, you know, as you study uh, the life of Solomon, he has so much wisdom. Even the, the kingdoms around him who just noticed how wise he was, talaga pong they solicited the wisdom 
from Solomon. But one of the things that I really like is when he wrote about Proverbs and he talked about Proverbs 31. The blessed woman. The wonderful woman. And, you know, as Solomon realized, you know, wisdom is transferred through Proverbs 31 women. At alam po natin yan. Yung siya po ay may talino, siya po ay blessed, siya po ay hinahangaan ng kanyang pamilya at hinahangaan ng mga taong nakapaligid sa kanya. That, those are the kind of description that Solomon, you know, mentioned about a wise woman. And of course, you know, if you understand the Hebrew arrangement, he took, after that, he talked about the book of Ruth, which is alam po natin, yung kanyang lola. So it's important for us to understand this because wisdom is transferred by these people, by our mom, by the women that are around us and teaching us, you know, from the beginning of our lives. Mahalaga po yun na bahagi ng pagta-transfer ng wisdom. Kaya moms, we honor you. Lolas, we honor you. Why? Because you are a source of wisdom. Nung simula pa lamang ng kami bata hanggang sa aming pagtanda, ay punong-puno na kami ng talino na nanggagaling po sa inyo. Now, that's why in the New Testament, Paul reminded also the women. Sabi niya po doon sa Titus 2.4, Then they can train the younger woman to love their husband and children. So this important uh, exhortation, encouragement to all of us, my dear uh, moms and mothers in the church. Your wisdom is so important. That's why you have to train the younger woman so that they will also love their family, love their husband, love their children. Especially in this pandemic time that, you know, we kind of lose the stability. All the more we need wisdom from you. That's why we want to honor our elders in the church. Siguro, you know, you, you continually seeing them, you know, every uh, Thursday. Sina Sister Christine, you know, sina, sina Annalie, at yung iba pa natin mga elders. They are helping each other so that they can train and pass on the wisdom to the younger women and even to their contemporaries because we need to uh, really share our best practices in life and how we follow the Lord in our lives. Kaya po, we honor you po sa lahat po ng aming mga ladies na talagang walang sawa na nag uh, pass on na inyo pong katalinuhan. Maraming maraming salamat po because marami pong nabibless kayo every week as you share your wisdom to other people. Truly, you are living, you know, uh, the heritage of wisdom towards others. Pangalawa po na you will observe in Chronicles is the heritage of holiness. Yung kabanalan. And of course, we will see that in the life of Hezekiah. You know, he's a, he's a, a king that also lived and did right in the eyes 
of the Lord. At mapapansin po natin na anong karakteristik ang meron sa kanya, no? He kept his uprightness. Yan po yung holiness, you know? Yung meron kang pinafollow na standard. And in the lives of Hezekiah, he did his best so that he'll be upright in the eyes of the Lord and in the eyes of the people. That's why he encouraged not only himself, but those who are also serving the Lord. Look at this Second Chronicles 29.11. My sons, do not neglect your duties any longer. The Lord has chosen you to stand in His presence, to minister to Him, and to lead the people in worship and present offerings to Him. So ano pong pinakamahalagang ginawa ni Hezekiah in his lifetime, in his kingship, nagbring po siya ng revival of uprightness or holiness. He tried to bring standard again in the life of Judah. So ito po mapapansin natin. As you look at the screen, mapapansin natin he brought back the temple worship. And that's an important uh, fact in this chronicle because he bring back the people in worshiping the Lord. Not only that, he also brought the partnership of the priest, the king, and the prophet because it takes or it took those people to help the nation to be guided according to the plans of the Lord. Hindi niya lamang sinolo, but he also uh, put the accountability between the prophet and the priest so that together they can serve the Lord. And he also brought back the tradition of Passover. Napakahalaga po nito because it allows them to remember what God has done in their lives. Binalik pa ni Hezekiah yung mata at yung pag-alala ng mga tao sa ginawa ng Diyos sa nakaraan. That's holiness. We are allowing uh, our people to honor God and thank God and be grateful for what He has done. Kaya nga po, when Hezekiah prayed, God Lord answers. You know, that's the, that's the beauty of holiness, uprightness. Meron pong pagtung, pagtingin, pagtuon ng Panginoon sa mga tao pong, pong nagpa-follow sa standard ng Lord. At mapapansin po natin ito sa Second Chronicles 30, 18-20. Although most of the many people who came had not purified themselves, yet they ate the Passover, contrary to what was written. But Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, May the Lord who is good pardon everyone who sets his heart on seeking God, the Lord, the God of his Father, even if he's not clean according to the rules of the sanctuary. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. You see, when there's holiness, that's something that you can pass on to your uh, children as they align themselves in the statutes or precepts of the Lord, their lives become stable. And this is the promise. This is a beautiful promise. When they pray, the Lord hears them. Alam po natin sa life ni Hezekiah, hindi lamang yun ang kanyang pinakita you know, as part of uh, his uh, passing on of good tradition sa kanyang mga kinasasakupan, he even took care of the priest. 
Ibinalik niya yung pagmamahal doon sa mga nag-aalaga sa templo or those who are working in the temple. You know, he provided for them and he bring back this partnership of the people with the people of the Lord or the servants of the Lord. And of course, you know, we also notice in his life that Isaiah was part, you know, of his journey. You see, this is a good uh, way of living. When somebody is accountable to you, though he's a king, he's accountable to Isaiah. And when they were faced with their enemy, the Assyria, when they prayed together, they were able to conquer Assyria. Ang ganda po, ano po? That's what you call a beautiful story Now we can learn from. Pero alam din natin na in the life of Hezekiah, because of the good things na nangyari sa kanya and the exploit that he was, he was able to do, his heart became proud as well. Kaya po, dahil po doon, parang na-discaril siya. But the good thing is that he repented. So one of the things that we have to understand, you know, in Chronicle, when you say holiness, it's not straight or being perfect kaagad. Sometimes we will fall, we will uh, make mistakes or sin against God, but part of holiness is that you'll be able to return back into the Lord. Kaya nga, at the end, alam po natin yung story, he was uh, upholded or upheld by the Lord and really uh, celebrated in the story of Chronicles. Kaya po yan, you know, this picture of repentance po talaga. Now, you know, talking about holiness, in the New Testament, we also see the passing of holiness or uprightness in, towards the children. That was observed by Paul in the life of Timothy, having been reminded of the sincere faith that is in you, which lived first in your grandmother Louise and mother Eunice, and I am persuaded in you also. So you see, holiness is given or being shared through the life of our parents. And in this text, you know, specifically the grandmother and the mother who influenced the life of Timothy to be upright before the Lord. And holiness, you know, is important because you, you as one man sharpens another, so another man, you know, encourage also one another. So, kailangan po natin ng mga tao who would become an example to us of holiness. And I, I myself had that experience, my dear friend. Nung ako po ay nagsisimula bilang Kristiyano. And today, I want to honor my, one of the person who, one of the persons who touched my life in becoming a better believer. And that's Annabel Ong. You know, when we were young, she would uh, teach us about God and we just observe her life and how she loves the Lord. And that influenced us to be upright in our lives. At ngayon po, I want to I wanna honor also yung ating mga uh, discipleship uh, people or the, the disciples, especially the ladies. And one of those is ito pong international discipleship group. Na kakatuwa po ano, no, na one of our elders 
Carlene took the the challenge of discipling other people to help them be upright with the Lord. And they came from different places, from UK, from Canada, from US. And very interesting that they meet once a week, you know, to encourage one another to be upright with God and, you know, to follow His path. That's important. Talking about heritage, this kind of move is important because you're passing uprightness, holiness towards other people. I know we know that it's a gift from the Lord, but it's important to be uh, molded or guided by people who also trying their best to be upright with God. Of course, in Chronicles, the others, the other side, also reminds us that your influence is so important. Atelia, one of the mother of the kings. Tingnan niyo po yung nakasulat. Sabi dyan, 2 Chronicles 22.3. It says there, He also walked in the ways of the house of Ahab, for his mother was his counselor to do wickedly. What a tragedy, as we will say. You know, na... The mom was the source of wickedness para po dun sa isang king na nag-fail to follow the Lord. So, influence is very important. But we thank God that you are also showing uprightness so that the next generation will be upright and all of us, by the grace of God, will be able to follow according to the paths of the Lord. And then the third description of heritage is obedience. This is also important heritage. And we have seen this in the life of Josiah. He started young, very young, eight years old. And even though he was young as a king, he started to seek the Lord even though he was young. And tama po yung promise the Lord, those who seek Him will find Him when you seek Him with all of your heart. And look at this text, Second Chronicles 34, verse 27. Because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself before God when you heard His word against this place and its habitants, you have humbled yourself before me and have torn your clothes and wept before me. I also have heard you declares the Lord. You know, one thing that I realized as I studied the, the book of Chronicles, Josiah was a picture of obedience. And if there's one legacy that we can learn from him is the, the obedient heart. You discover and follow the law of the Lord. See, if there's one beautiful story or learning from his life, he discovered the Word of God because, you know, they, they missed the scrolls. They misplaced the scrolls. But during His reign, the Lord allowed the law to be spoken again, to be seen again. The physical law that they were, you know, uh, it was hidden for, for, for other kings, but it was revealed again to the life of Josiah. Because of that, you will look at the end. Read this. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah and his good deeds according to what is written in the law 
of the Lord. Verse 30, chapter 35, verse 26. So, that's an important learning, no? Because he followed the law, he obeyed the law as it was written there, talagang sinunod niya, there were so many beautiful things that had happened in his life. Of course, alam po natin na uh, I was so excited, you know, at again, details are important. Can you say that in your household? Details are important. Kahit po sinunod niya ang mga salita ng Panginoon, you know, there was one uh, war na he wanted to win, or he wanted to win, and a prophet already reminded him na don't do this. But because he was so eager to win the battle, he died during that battle. At alam po natin na Jeremiah lamented about that. Kasi he is a good king. He was a good king. And he's serving God because, because of one little detail. You know, umuwi kagad siya sa Panginoon. And I think that's an important reminder to all of us. God looks at the detail as well. So make sure you follow the law. You follow the words of the Lord, especially when He's speaking to you in a specific way. Maganda po nasundin natin yan. Mary, in the New Testament, will remind us. No? Itong mga kababaihan ito, you know, will also reflect the beautiful uh, heart of obedience. And Mary, when the angel of the Lord spoke to her, sabi po doon, and Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to your word. Yung pag-obey po at pagsunod, pag yan po napamana natin, naniniwala po ako, yan po ay biyaya sa mga henerasyon na tatanggap ng pagsunod sa Panginoon. And today, I want to also honor my uh, discipleship mates. Nandyan po yung mga wives namin. And siguro, it also reflects about your life in the community. May mga inspiring ladies in your lives na, you know, they just picture, you know, they are a picture of obedience. At ito pong nakaraan, you know, as everybody is trying to help these ladies like Sina Ami, Sina Mitch, Sina Nea, my wife included, you know, they, they felt this nudging from the Lord to really help those who are in need. And I, we thank God for that, you know, because it inspires us. At alam ko po sa mga small groups ninyo, ganyan din po yung inyong mga kasama doon, they, they are pictures of obeying the Lord. And we thank you, you know, for being a good friend and being good example of obedience. Marami po sa inyo dyan, you know, yung aming pong mga tita sa lighthouse, yung aming pong mga uh, mommy sa lighthouse, ang dami niyo po na kayo po ay picture ng pag-obey sa Panginoon. And you encourage us because of your life. Kaya po, heritage, as we move forward, it's not only about the what, but the who. You know, napansin po natin dito yung mga importanteng ipamana like wisdom, holiness, at obedience, yan po yung magandang ipamana sa mga susunod. 
Because if they have wisdom, if they have uprightness, and if they obey God, I believe they'll be set for life. Kailangan po, hindi po lang pera, which is maganda po yan, o di kaya ari-arian na ipamana natin as heritage to our children. But consider these three things. Because ito po ay priceless, and if they have this, and we pass this uh, to our children, I guarantee you, they'll be set for life. Kaya po, mahalaga din na makita natin not only the what, but the who. Kung meron man po tayong ipapamana, yan po ang ating pag-ibig sa Panginoon. Inabangan po yan ng Old Testament, yan po ang huling uh, tinitignan ng mga writers of the Old Testament yung pagdating nung tunay na pamana at yan po si Jesus. Pag meron pong relasyon ng isang tao sa Panginoong Jesus, that would give him the right things in life. Yun po yung magandang pamana na matatanggap niya. Tingnan niyo po itong sinabi sa Corinthians, The Spirit Himself testify with our spirit that we are children of God and if children heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Tayo po ay tagapagmana din dahil si Kristo ay nasa atin ang lahat ng magandang biyaya na nakay Kristo ay matatanggap din natin sa pamamagitan niya. Kaya po mahalaga na maintindihan natin this are the description of true heritage. Kaya nga po, at the end, we also decide what kind of heritage we will give to our children. What kind of legacy we will pass on to our children. Siguro magandang tanong as we you know, try to conclude and learn from this text. What kind of chronicle would you like God to write in your life? Ang chronicle po ay isang pagtatala ng mga magagandang ginawa ng Panginoon, paano siya kumilos, anong pamanang ibinigay niya. I want, you, I want to ask you, my dear friend, my brother and my sister, what kind of life, what kind of essay or chronicle o tala ng buhay natin, ang gusto mong isulat ng Panginoon sa iyo. Gusto lang ba yung what? Of course, that's beautiful, no? Yung mga meron tayo, what we have, you know, what we have acquired. But we have seen in this text that the wisdom, the holiness and obedience are better things to pass on to our family. But more importantly, who are you passing to your children? Naniniwala ako na kung kunwari sa akin, ang aking anak, si Samara, si Sophia, if they'll get to know the Lord more and they will embrace His Lordship sa kanyang buhay, naniniwala ako na yun ang pinakamagandang reality at legacy na pwede ko ipamana sa kanila. What are you giving? Practical? Or are you also considering the spiritual legacy you're passing to the people? As I end, I want to remind you, Jesus is the best legacy you can pass on to the next generation. Kung meron man po kayo na ipapasa sa kanila yung pagmamahal mo kay Kristo 
at maranasan nila ang salvation ng Panginoon, that's the best legacy you will ever have. Lagi niyo pong tatandaan, if they will know that God is the God of heritage, they will be set for life. At alam po natin yan, mga parents, mom and dad, yan ang lagi nating iniisip, anong pwede kong ibigay sa aking anak? Anong pwede kong ipasa sa aking anak? And minsan, ang dami na natin pinaghihirapan, we are so consumed, you know, what kind of house, what kind of car, what kind of education, those are good stuff. But let me remind you, as Chronicles will remind us, the greatest heritage is our faith in the Lord. Because when they love the Lord, all His plan will happen in their lives. Review as we end. We have talked about the definition of heritage. This is the pamana of God. The depiction of heritage. Chronicles is a story, very well reflected story of how God really passed on the blessing towards His faithful people. And of course, the description of heritage. Wisdom is one. Holiness is second. Obedience is the third. But of course, ultimately, it's Jesus who is the real description of heritage and your decision. What kind of heritage will pass on to others? And today, I want to honor the Proverbs 31 women in our lives who passed on the godly heritage to us. 